And here we are, back again on the Back Porch Podcast. It's your boy Alex, in here with the gang, Mello. What's happening? How you been? Missed you last week. I missed you last week. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Big C Murder in the building. How you feeling? That's good to hear. It's good to hear you. And Jackson's over here taking a nap, but he's still holding it down. Security is very tight. You ain't getting in here. But this is episode 38? Nah? Yeah, 38. Nah. It's 38. Episode 38 of the Back Porch Podcast. I am your host, Alex. I'm in here with some good friends. Um, we're here to just talk, kick back, listen. Um, a reminder. We do have a Cricket's Toy toy Drive still going on through the 14th. If you want to donate, hit up somebody or hit up Cricket directly. Um, Get in with that. We take toys, donations, all of that stuff. Um, Other than that, uh, we hope everybody's Thanksgiving was going well this year. It was um, a little slow for me, but how about you? My shit was great. I mean, uh... My brother did uh, do some dumb shit, nigga. Uh, <laughs> what do you do? Nigga definitely told me. He was like, yeah, bro, I ain't gonna lie. Me and my, me and my wife took a lot of these recipes off TikTok. Ugh. I'm like, nigga, you could have told me that before I drove down here. <laughs> it was cool. Like, it, Some was cool. The other one was like, nigga, nigga told me he was doing all types of weird shit to the turkey. And I'm just like, bro. Weird shit to the turkey? Hold up. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like... He told me he injected that motherfucker with like eight different things. I'm like, what the fuck is y'all in here doing? Raping a turkey? Like, Yo. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I'm just like, mm, yeah, stay on ass on TikTok. Well, they weren't doing like like stupid shit like injecting it with like Hennessy or like Patron, right? I hope not. Look, bro, he told me so many things, bro. It's, it's a list. It's a list of things you put in that motherfucker. I'm just like, all right, nigga. You're supposed to like test those like recipes out like throughout the year and then like have black like black people don't do that shit. Yeah. Black people test it out when the time comes. Nick practice. The niggas don't practice. It's game time decisions. Maybe like experience is the best teacher. Straight game time decisions, always. Uh-uh. Which is why I don't trust a lot of people cooking. Oh yeah, no. No. People kitchens be dirty, they be dirty, or they be putting raisins and shit that don't raisins don't belong in. See, All types of stuff. I ain't gonna say people should be dirty. Cause don't get me wrong, it does. It does. Using but, block cheese for their macaroni. I, like you, you understand that everybody's fucking was raised differently, and a lot of people can't fucking cook. They be like, yeah, my mama had my mama could cook her ass off. No, that's what you was used to. And mama fools up. Sorry, if you want to tell you. <laughs> hey, look, just because you grew up on it does not mean it tastes good. Mama Duke um, shit ass. I'm sorry, if you don't want to. <laughs> Take those recipes and keep them in the family. <laughs> All your cranberry sauce recipes, please keep it in the family. Nah, Ocean Spray got it right. Oh, y'all mac and cheese recipes, y'all keep them motherfuckers. Potato salad, y'all keep them motherfuckers. There's actually no recipe of potato salad that's cool. I'm, I'm no, I've, I've had potato salad, that's good. Dre- dressing is real hit or miss with motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, that can be ruined. That can be ruined, but it can be, it can go crazy. It can elevate the rest of your plate. Yeah, if it's cooked right. Absolutely. Nigga shit be dry. I had some shit one time, shit was burnt on the bottom. I'm just like, how the fuck you do this? You burn dressing? Mm. Look, bruh, that's why I don't trust people cooking. 
Did they have turkey? Especially being in college, nigga. Oh, no. You already know how it is, especially the women that cook uh, in college. That shit horrible. No disrespect to you, Craig. I ain't saying you can't cook. Hey, you realize why these shorties are here for uh for STEM majors and not culinary arts? Look, bro, I'd have heard some girls say, you know, I wanted to be a chef, and I'm just like, nah, nigga, keep your ass in school. <laughs> this school. Because this ain't that. It's not. It don't be. Cricket, Thanksgiving, how was, how was it? Got to see people. Okay, that's good. That's great. Oh, Craig was thugging. Thugging? Straight hood shit. Mm-hmm. That's where she was at. Where was you at? I was in Maryland. You was in Maryland? Baltimore? <laughs> straight, straight thugging. Nothing good happens in in Baltimore. No, not at all. Their their patron saint right now is Lamar Jackson, and that, that says everything you need. That nigga nice, though. Yeah, nigga nice. But that tells you about the city right there. That ain't nice. He's the only thing nice in Baltimore. I guarantee Craig call this one body. And not the good body. Not sex. Murder. It's, this is what I'm referring to. Craig, you capping niggas on Thanksgiving? You, you, you ain't let niggas get the day off? When Craig say it's on site, she, you don't get no holiday ace. Ain't no days off in this life. That's nuts. Cricket don't forever always be a real nigga. That's a fact. She Cricket then held it down in a lot of situations. She the only nigga I know that can rob niggas in multiple ways. She pretty, so she takes she niggas just give her her money. She robbed them niggas at gunpoint, and she scam your ass. Like it, she the only nigga I know that got like she a multi dimensional robber. Like, Two of those three things actually happened. I believe it, hundred percent. Which ones? The world may never know. I believe, first of all, I already know one of them. I know niggas get cricket money. Uh-huh. Niggas be like, oh, she's so pretty. Here's a thousand dollars. And she be like, nigga, that's it. Cause it's cricket. The other two. What are you not understanding, you. Stanley? The other two, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think both of them happen. I, I can see cricket robbing a nigga at gunpoint, for sure. Yeah. I can also see cricket scamming niggas. Yeah. For sure. She ain't got no heart. That's what heartless people do. <laughs> 21, 21, 21. Oh, wow. <laughs> so basically, all I'm saying is fuck with cricket at your own risk. We see people take that risk literally all the time. They embrace it. Yeah, but see, at least this way, I can be like, you know what, nigga, I warned you. I don't feel like niggas be wanting the warning. I feel like I'm a decent human being. Thank you. Yeah, we don't care what you think. <laughs> I'm a good person. Chris Brown thinks he's a good person. I ain't saying you beat bitches. I'm not saying you don't. Okay, I was about to say, like, are we about to say she doesn't beat bitches? I ain't saying she don't, but... If you robbing niggas at gunpoint, you you beat bitches, too. Man, she probably be out here pistol whipping bitches. I believe you. I believe you, for sure. So that's like, that's... I'm not saying niggas are going to heed this, heed this warning. What I'm saying is... If I ever see one of these niggas and they get to venting, I could be like, hey, bro, I, I told you. I told you so. Now your money gone and your heart broken. Cricket is actually on the short list of my female friends where if a guy really tried to come to either vent or like get advice to like 
get the inside track on her other competition, I'm gonna be like, run while you still can. That bro, look, I'm telling you. Before I met Cricket, I used to see her on Twitter all the time saying little freaky shit. And you know, as a nigga, you be like, I was bored. And as a nigga, you be like, oh, she's saying freaky shit. She on some shit. I should DM her. And the guy opened up the DM, nigga, and it was like God was telling me not to send this shit. He's polite. And I, it was like, that's how you know he real, because you were one of the only like few hundred that didn't. Oh, bro, I thought about it. Like, uh, bro, was, I was sitting there looking at my phone for it. Ten minutes, nigga, just. And it was like my conscience was screaming, don't send that. Not even saying not a hit. Not even saying a shot would have been a good shot. The small sliver of a chance that it would, God told me it ain't worth it. It ain't worth ruining your life over. And that's the one time I was like, you know, God had my back. Because cricket. now that I know cricket, he was 100% right. Cricket is right. Cricket doesn't ruin lives. It's, pe- it's people who have the potential to have their life ruined come to cricket and they be like, yeah, this is where I'm going to change all of it around. And cricket be like, nah, that that's not what's about to happen here. You, you about to give me it all. Everything. I need it all. Chains, watches. Money, cars, all that. You coming off that right now? Folks, you talking about cricket ruin and, lives. And just like a snake, and just like a snake charmer, all everything just mysteriously disappears. Cricket ruin lives. It was given to you. She don't take shit. Like she don't take anything physical. She just take uh, hope. She take. She definitely take niggas hope. I have seen you rob niggas of hope. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> she definitely love. She's still No, I am a very loving person. Yeah, that's because you took everybody's love. They, ain't nobody else got no boat. No, it don't. <laughs> so peep game. So I'm watching the Grinch last night and everything. And it reminds me of Cricket. Cause Cricket just be sitting on her mountaintop looking at this village of niggas trying to be happy and she just been there hating. Hating like y'all niggas really think y'all about to be happy. No. Just swings down like Batman in the middle of the night, just snatches that shit. No. Niggas wake up the next day. Shambles. See, that's the thing though. They why she's there, niggas is happy. Niggas is elated. They can't they can't get enough. It's like a drug. And then you come down. Is it sh- it's gotta be short, so it's gotta be like what, crack? Cricket, are you crack? <laughs> Cricket dealing crack. I feel like fentanyl because that shit deadly, and I I I drink her Damn. that. And a brick of fentanyl to <laughs> change your life. <laughs> a night with Cricket to change. Go to hell. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, Cricket, you, I don't know if you remember last week. I might have brought this up, but I do still want to argue about it okay. because I still, I still believe I'm right on this side. You can argue with me. I'm about to argue in general because okay. if y'all don't disagree with me, because I I believe this, and I feel like we've agreed too much on this podcast. So I gotta I gotta bring some shit up. We dis, we gonna disagree on, okay. um, to the point of Cricket ruining people's lives. 
the gender that she associates with, because we're progressive on this podcast, the gender she associates with, generally speaking, and when I say generally, I use the imaginary percentage of like 65 to 70% of women, um, y'all scream about niggas applying pressure. We see that often, right? And everything, you know. But if you take the further context of it of, they be like, niggas don't apply enough pressure. But on the nigga side, you look at it where it's like, every girl you try to talk to, you're going to have to initiate, gather information. By the time you do all the little things to even get her attention, you've given a lot more than she has. So to then be asked again after that to be like, all right, you've been hired. But I'm not going to pay you until you work for three months straight. Sounds like a bad deal, don't it? Uh, well, all I can say is for that is niggas who women like don't have to apply pressure. I agree with that. Like and, it, women, and women always follow up with, with that point I gave was date women who like you. Here's my problem with that statement. Generally speaking, most of the women you encounter are not going to show who they are and if they like you until you've done their, their predetermined, okay, he's done enough to where I'm going to then show him how I feel. I disagree. I think that only applies when you have to like get a woman to like you, that's because they didn't like you going in. Fair. Fuck with women that like you from the jump. Like, I've been around you niggas long enough to know that. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but <laughs> what? I'm just gonna leave it alone. What's that? <laughs> no, nah, the comedic time is already gone now, but I'll, I'll bring it up off. It was it's it's a bad taste joke. Just keep going. Whatever. Don't bring it up if you ain't gonna bring it up. That don't even I, make sense. I had to I had to stop myself. I had to stop myself. Don't worry. I, I bring sucks. It. Yeah, I do. It's it's cool. Nah. What she said. Pussy. All right, all right, Dolph. <laughs> R.I.P. Dolph. R.I.P. Dolph. We gotta say that. Nah, but like being around you niggas, I realize like you see women that will walk up to niggas. And ask for their number. You see, you see when you do see women that like from the jump, you just be like, oh, that, I want that nigga. Is the question like, you fuck with the nigga or you just want to fuck the nigga? I ain't, no, ain't no telling with women. Ain't no, ain't no telling with y'all. But you, you know whether or not a woman likes you from jump. Whether she want to fuck you or fuck with you, that's, you know, up to debate. Only God knows at that point. Yeah, but you know, you know if you're trying to pursue somebody or. If they are, you know, if you're trying to get somebody to like you, or if they already like you. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely feel that. If it's much easier, and it comes women, way more natural. Women like to think women, women like to call men shallow, but it's a hundred percent. Well, everybody's shallow, but yeah, everybody. It's a hundred percent from a shallow. If you're attractive enough, you don't have to apply pressure as a man. No, no. It's it's as simple as that. Like you you really fucking don't. Them niggas be corny though. They do be corny, yeah. but they still they, don't have to they apply don't, pressure. They don't. They never had to. They do nothing, so they just don't have developed skills. That's because they don't. Because while while you might make that nigga try to apply pressure, if he's if he's if he's let's say in 
your perspective or women's perspective. Let's say that nigga's over an eight and a half. He got he got options. Do I just like fuck him? Cricket. Let's not talk about it like it's you. Like try and be somebody else. No, 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 no. I will give Cricket credit. Fuck women, me. women do this thought process. I'm, I'm, but we're gonna don't, get to we're don't gonna group her in with women. No, 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 no. She's more stuff. she's more cut about it. But women do that thought process in the beginning. They just flip the script halfway through. They'll let you. They'll women will let you know. Yeah, this is that. But the second you do something a little too right, then then without telling you, they want to change the script. But that's another. Conversation that's yeah. off the script, but back to what you were saying. Now, bro, if you like, if you got if you if this nigga has five bitches that are trying to actively fuck him, and one chick that's like, oh no, nah, nigga, you think you like that, but you ain't like that. That would probably be the cricket, depending on if you want to fuck the nigga probably. or not. It makes it a lot easier. You're not really a prime pressure. You really. About to go fuck these five bitches and then see if you still on some bullshit. And if you are, I'm going to go back and fuck these five bitches again. Then come back. You still on that bullshit. And that's why you be like, oh, this, this nigga's probably corny because, yeah. And that's why you be like the nigga corny. He probably, he probably corny to you, but to six, seven other bitches, he's that nigga. Yeah. Because if you're, if you're attractive, you have a lot. You... A nigga who an eight and a half got a lot more options than a nigga who's a seven. A nigga who's a seven probably got five bitches he's talking to and he's trying to get these five bitches to like him. So this nigga's applying pressure in five different areas while one nigga might be trying to apply pressure to you, potentially. But he's probably... Nigga don't know how, so to you, he's just fucking corny. Yeah, you, you unimpressed... But you got six other bitches that's fucking dumbfounded just off of how tra- attractive the nigga is. And that's, that's on them. Like, all these cute fuck bitches gonna stop right there. Bro, you'd be surprised. People do that a lot. I've had women tell me... I had women tell me Alex was a nice person because he was cute. Not, not like, oh, he's a nice person because I know him. Oh, he's a nice, genuine person. Why do you think that? Because he's cute. Okay. Okay. Am I, I wrong? You, no, yeah, you're he, you're, you're a thousand percent correct. <laughs> backwards as fuck, ain't it? Like, it was, Super backwards. How where'd you, how'd you get to this logic? Is the real question. Well, they were also like throwing it against the fact that I wouldn't be roasting them because in my head I'm like, I don't want to talk to y'all, and y'all would be roasting them, but y'all were hanging out with them. Yeah, that and that wasn't that funny. wasn't the that wasn't what was going on. It was. These niggas actually want to hang out with y'all. They just got jokes. I don't like y'all at all, so I'm going to go to my room. Shit. And then shit I somehow goofy. was a nice person. All right. The shit's goofy, honestly, if you really think about it. But somehow instinctively, they knew if they needed a ride from somewhere not to call me. Because they... <laughs> and, and our, uh, not, in our central friend group, everybody knows they can call me and I'll help. We can we can we can say that for certain, right? Mm-hmm. In that outer friend circle, and then the acquaintances and the women that was like coming over to the house when we used to live together and everything, everybody knew if you needed a favor or you needed assistance with something, out of me, Aunt Mello, you called Mello, then you called Aunt, and then you called me. In the beginning, 
They thought it was mellow than me than Ant. No, 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 no. They learned quick. I am not the person Honestly, to call. Honestly, it's Mellow Ant. Call Mellow again. Possibly call Ant again. And then call Alex. Because it's still probably going to be a no. And you're probably going to have to call me again. It depends who it is. It, it definitely it be, depends on who it but is. But it, it can. It, it varies. But, like, just to jump back to that situation. All I can say about that whole situation is when it comes to niggas that women make rules for niggas they don't like and exceptions for niggas they do like. Absolutely. And that's, that's just get that. We do the same thing, though. We do it in different ways, though. We do. Give me a second. Let me think about this. Because I'm, I'm a piece of shit, so I got to think. I got to think outside the piece of shit. Think back to our very first episode in your story. That could not have happened to a, a girl you weren't attracted to. No, nah. no, I was talking about the, thir- the, dates. the 30, 40 the dates. dates. We, we it's like called that. a callback. <laughs> we like that. Uh, I will, the only reason I will disagree with you is because if I don't find somebody attractive, I, I won't get them the time of day. Women do. Ain't nobody talking about you, Cricket. But that's what I've said, though, <laughs> because that's not more of an interest thing. It's a, it's a business decision. 90% of all transactions in the world are powered by horny niggas. Which, which, is why, which is why I say I disagree because when outside of sex, if a nigga does not find you attractive, he does not give you the time of day for the most part. There are hope. There are weird and bitch ass niggas. There are a lot of them niggas. We are not talking about them niggas. Real? Are you talking about the real real niggas? I'm just talking about a regular nigga. Not even real, just regular. It's, we right. just right. excluding right. the really really weird niggas, and we're not going to mention any names. There's a lot of really really weird niggas. Yeah, but you know, you know who I'm. T- I only say the regular niggas are a minority. I disagree. I disagree. I truly, truly disagree. Uh, I do. Uh, I disagree. Don't get me wrong. Niggas, niggas are, it's a lot of niggas that's weird. The, but if you go back to your it's central times. It's a reason our friend circle is so small. If you go back to your central times, yeah, you will yeah, realize that a lot of your weird nigga stories are all the same niggas. It's a group of niggas. Oh, so a, a lot of the most famous ones, yes. Absolutely. The, the majority of them, period. It's just. So here's the thing, and it goes back to what I was saying about the attractive nigga thing. Attractive niggas get more get more options than an average looking nigga, and that's just it, attractive women the same way. Mm-hmm. So if you like women outnumber us, so if you go to a school full of let's say it's a thousand niggas at this school, mm-hmm. and out of this thousand niggas, let's say a hundred of them are over an eight and a half, and let's say it's three thousand women at this school. Out of that three thousand women, how many of you are? How many of them are you think are going Wait, to go for that? Thousand niggas in a school and three thousand women. That's that's that was about that. That was about the norm at Central at first. Was it? Yes. That, see what I'm you saying? You know what? Yeah, we were definitely talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So out of a thousand niggas, if only. A, and not honestly, it's lower than hundred, but I'm saying hundred to be on the nice side. That, but, that's that's why at least every every couple weeks on Twitter we found out about some girls sharing a boyfriend. 
See what I'm saying? So if out of that th- it was always because of a Twitter game. Out of that three thousand women, how many of you? How many of them you think gonna go for that hundred of the really really attractive niggas? Twenty six of them. Twenty six hundred. And if out of that hundred niggas, if twenty of them niggas is weird, you're going to hear a lot of stories about weird niggas. But I'm I'm gonna say it's like probably like forty five. I disagree. Uh, it's bro. There, there is <laughs> bro, a lot of weird nigga stories, bro. I'm telling you, a lot of the weird nigga stories that you hear, yes. But there's a lot of shit you don't hear. It's a lot of weird niggas, man. I can't, I can't, I can't I mean, argue. I'm what telling I don't know. you, we, I, we talk to enough women to know there's a lot of weird bro, niggas out here. It's a lot. The, the out of curiosity, outside of like three or four niggas, how many niggas do you know that at Central talk to more women than me? Had conversation. I can't verify facts, but I have hunches. Simply because you didn't you didn't come outside. When I was at Central, I came outside every day. I was on campus every day. Yeah, but that was only for two years. No, I, we know, that we, third year I was on campus every day. When we was in the Meadows, I was literally Ah, uh, yeah, I was at home. Yeah. Waiting for you to come back after having to talk to talk to everybody all day to see exactly. what people our room, our other roommate brought home that we would then talk to. Exactly. So in that three year span, how many bitches do you think I was literally talking to every day? We literally walked. You might have talked to the whole campus. Exactly, bro. When I tell you, every year there was a said group of niggas who were doing all the weird shit. Not 100%, but a good 80 to 85% was all the same niggas because bitches was fucked. Like, if we wasn't on, on like, video right now, I'd give you a name of motherfuckers, and that would be, that would be, that five, six names would make up probably 40% of all the weird stories you heard in just five or six names. Yeah, but I, I guarantee you if we sat down in just our time, if we sat down and went went through it with chicks the the whole thing, and it, it, you you don't realize it's a, it's a bit bigger. It's, it's a it's a bit big. It's just there's also the fact of some names get brought up because of who they are. Like it's a, some stories that don't get told as often because it's like you're not gonna know who they are. I disagree. I was. I'd say I disagree because the only time we hear about these stories is a when women are venting or talking shit. When women are talking shit or venting, they don't give a fuck if you know that nigga. Uh-huh. They bring up a name and you just happen to know it majority of the time because it's all the same motherfuckers. Now I'm not saying it was only ten or twelve niggas that was out here doing fuck shit at Central. No, but the list of niggas that was doing it is a lot smaller than people think because women were fucking with the same niggas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 I can agree with. Yeah. That, that's that, that's legit. All I'm saying, like, it, there's a there's a group of niggas that literally just they had they had the campus in it in a choke. I didn't like how you worded that. <laughs> I didn't like how you worded that. You could have worded that one a little better. Whatever, nigga. <laughs> Bro, think about, think about body counts and the niggas we talk to. Fuck it. No, I ain't going to throw myself under the bus. Think about body counts and the niggas we talk to and think about, okay, 
If a nigga's fucking 30 bitches a semester, this one nigga, just one nigga. Yeah. And we're talk and we only count bodies as new bodies. Yeah. So that's that's 60 per that's 60 per per school year for this nigga. Yeah. That's so on average, you you hit. <laughs> He's not making this number up because I know a couple niggas that have bro, pulled, a, pulled off the the Steph Curry and see hit a fucking bro, semester. That's two. That's on average. We talking two hundred per per time being here. Oh man, there's some goats out here. Oh, oh, so now when we record it, now everybody want to talk in the in the Christmas party group chat. That's crazy. Nah, you good. You good, man. You good. Fuck them niggas, man. We gonna we gonna get back to it. Um, nah. So this is where I wanted to pivot to. Um, heroin. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you all right? Good. Yeah. Hey, man. I don't know what mellow y'all brought back, but this nigga is tripping. Um, no. So I have a question. Um, so I was listening to music the other day and, um, Chicks Tape 5 came through the shuffle and, um, I had a question. It's been some time since the Tory and Meg thing kind of passed for a little bit and, um, I just wanted to, I was doing a thought experiment. So at what point when y'all were growing up, were you cognizant of the fact you knew R. Kelly was pissing on girls. What what the age? Time. It was never a time where, where when the whole. So you world, were saying like you were in a kid where you were a kid, you knew. As far as I can remember back, R. Kelly's name was synonymous with pissing on young bitches. Like it. Okay, cricket, you. So at what point? So at what what point in your life you was like, oh, R. Kelly P on girl, P on girl, when the document? So real late. I really didn't pay attention to it. So real late. Okay. All right. So for me and you, is nigga as far as far back as Chappelle show, even a little bit before that. I, I remember when the R. Kelly tape was hitting the barber shops. I didn't see it in the barbershop because my mama wasn't having that. But them, I remember them talks going on where I was like, I knew when I left and the other kids left and the, our, the niggas was getting their cuts in the afternoon. Yeah, that tape was going on. So I, I remember that. I only bring that up to say, I know there's people who didn't stop listening to, I say a vast majority. There wasn't really a call to stop listening to his music until he got convicted. Which, if... Again, most of us knew. We we knew for 20 years. Most of our lives, we knew the nigga was pissing on girls. That wasn't nothing. So I only bring that up to say where it's like, for the Tory shit, where it's like people who really stop openly listening to Tory's music, does it feel a little hypocritical? Which, again, if you say you a hypocrite and we all hypocrites, I will agree with you because we are. But do you feel more comfortable like listening? If you are a fan of his music. If you're not, then it's kind of music. I never stopped listening to the nigga. You never stopped? Nah. Okay, Cricket, did you? Nope. It slowed down. It slowed down. So for me, I was never a heavy fan, but I listened to the Chicks tapes and everything. And then uh, the New Toronto 3, I listened to that too. Other than that, like, or 2, whichever most recent New Toronto he had. Um, But I was sitting here thinking like, but damn, you're not about to like, when you were like with a chick kicking in, you're not about to put no Tory on. But I'm definitely gone. Oh, you still do? Yeah. 
Okay, you are better than me. R. Kelly and R. Kelly and Tori have been stricken from all my like playlists involved like around women. They're only on personal like shuffles and everything. Nope. No. Okay. All right. Hey, look. I can talk I can't, my way out of a lot of situations. I can believe you on that one. I can believe. But yeah, for me, it was just like I. <laughs> we don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. Jen, I'm staying away from that. I'm staying away from it. But if I look at it where it's like, I didn't stop listening to R. Kelly's music for 20 years. So we don't know what happened, but on average, it takes it takes like a year to uh, go to trial for something. Oh, yeah. No, I think there's fault. I, I'm saying even if he did it, we knew and had video evidence that R. Kelly was pissing on chicks for 20 years. And we didn't stop. Nobody really called to stop listening to his music. For real, until well, in in his def- in his defense, social media is not what it is now. Like, true, that's the biggest thing. Like at that time, I think there were a lot of people that were trying to call to do that shit, possibly, but they had no they had no voice really. Not for real. Yeah. Your face now because now it, Facebook it, it, nigga it was just your friends who saw you. Mm-hmm. MySpace and all that shit is the same. Like now you're kind of getting into the everybody sees everything. And it, and it's bled into the now it doesn't make it into the DJ sets. Mm-hmm. Now now it's not getting played on the playlist. And okay, all right, I can see that. That makes sense. I, I wanted to think of, uh, uh, ask that because I was like, hmm, I, I didn't know how people felt about that. But yeah, you I mean, me? honestly, if you stop listening to artists for all the fucked up shit, that you probably wouldn't be listening to a lot of people. True, true. Because on the flip side. ESTG keep telling us if you want to change your life, you just got to grab a brick of fentanyl. And I, I firmly believe all the people that touch fentanyl or, or deal it, put just put them under the jail. Yeah, you grab some fentanyl. But I will blast some ESTG probably tomorrow morning while I'm at work. Fentanyl or a night with uh, cricket, then either or changes your life. Like, you know, either or you're not going to be the same afterwards. Like, <laughs> yo. That is the second time you've been compared to a brick of fentanyl. I'm just taking it for what it is. She got a white tee on, too. Bro, I fuck with cricket. I love cricket. Cricket's Whiter than bacon soda. Yeah, I love you, cricket. Yeah. Okay. I love you because I'm on the other side of the fence. You you know Melo's Melo has to actual has to have actual love for you and everything because you know he he can visually he saw the curve coming and didn't take the shot so he's like he has just all love for you because he's like he I saved myself I, 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 it wasn't the fear of being curved I've been curved a lot in my time nigga look I've never had a fear of being curved I shoot my shot at anybody God told me not to ruin my life like it's this this. Can, this came down from the man above. You saying she's detrimental? <laughs> this came, bro. You ever would you as go? To, would you go as far as to say she's a succubus? She's just gonna suck all the life out of you. That that's a that's a pretty good description. Like it's, I ain't gonna say it's spot on because I feel like you know if we keep looking, we could probably find something better. But right now, yeah. off the top of the dome, mm-hmm. that's pretty spot on. It's pretty. Like the the temptation is there, you know. You just like, oh, attractive woman, and then she talking shit. And you just like, oh, she ain't about that. And then you find out she about that, and then niggas be like, oh, 
well, I want to stay around. I mean, she can play. She can. She can play volleyball and rob you. And that's when she snatched everything from you and swim away. Damn, Damn you can't. You saw you more of a mermaid. Can you sing? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Succubus. <laughs> oh my god! Dang. Dang. And who said we ain't got proof they exist? <laughs> Dang. Anybody in this room? Hey yo. Hey Crick man, look. You, you you good in my book. <laughs> I don't know about everybody else, but you good in my book. Damn, got a got a real one. Hey man, he kept you he he kept those weapons from prospering. You hear me? <laughs> you hear me? Hey, this goes out to you. Remember to pray. Like cause you never know when them you know how you say God send me a sign? Mm-hmm. Sign received. Like it's Nah, yeah. Some sometimes you miss out on some women, and you uh you be shitty about it, and then you know a little bit of life go by, and you be like, "You was looking out for me, and I didn't know, and I appreciate that." Yeah, bro, bro. When I the first time I hung out with Cricket, like I was at her house, we talked for like two, three hours, and I was sitting there like, "Damn, maybe I should have sent that shot a few years ago." And then I got to know her, and I was like, "Damn, God really had my back." Like he, he, he really he really had me on this. Hey, look. Some for every every trial, tribulation, and obstacle that you was put into your life, you can look at cricket and know God got you in some spaces. He only put you through it which you which you can handle. Yeah, cause that's, hey, that's crazy. <laughs> cause he knew that wasn't a battle I could win. <laughs> hey. Yo! Ah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> and it's crazy because you, you half our viewers are just are just niggas uh, waiting to get a visual of cricket, <laughs> bro. And they're going to fall for this, and that's the crazy part because they probably gonna listen to this. Like, oh, I got almost is. forty episodes in. Shit, I gotta see who camp. cricket is, and they're gonna find cricket's Twitter, and they don't shoot their shot. <laughs> Boom, Twilight Zone. <laughs> and then t- and then a year from now they're gonna be asking, why did I do that to myself? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not that bad. If you ever have to say I'm not that bad, the context is you're pretty fucking bad. You know how like mermaids bring people in with song and shit? Mm-hmm. It's cricket. Cricket is she she bring niggas in with that, you know, I'm super cool, but it's not an act. It's like, oh, I'm a super cool individual. I'm a I'm not like other bitches. I don't trip. I don't do this, that, and the third. I'm really direct. If I want this from you, like, she suck niggas in. Yo. Suck, <laughs> suck it out of there. <laughs> 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 Um, I know at this point in the pod, I know uh, our homie Wayne is somewhere out there yelling <laughs> that we are the horniest podcast in the state. And Wayne, I would just like 
to reply with a fuck you. Whoa, whoa, we said nothing. This is all. This is all us giving people warnings. This is, we said we oh, saved, yeah. we saved we, lives. We're giving life advice. We're saving lives. <laughs> we're saving <Yo>. futures. <laughs> yeah. We saving futures, bro. Um, like one yeah. day a nigga gonna look back at this pot and be like, damn, this pot saved my life because I was gonna slide in crooked DMs. Look, <laughs> which camera's on? I quit. Did, fellas, don't do it. Including cricket. <laughs> Any of the women you see associated with the Back Porch Podcast, trust and believe if you shoot. Instagram gave you the feature. Unsend it. Don't do it. Run what fast as possible. Huh? What they got to say about the niggas? Undo. Unsend. Run. <laughs> you, think, I, you think we get DMs? Don't, I don't switch that up. You think I'm we get man, DMs? I would say I'm a man of God because he protected me. I, I'm about to say. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Stop fucking lying. <laughs> you want to know, know what my DMs consist of? What? Of uh, motherfuckers telling me. When I when I vent in, in my close friends, people be like, "Yeah, you're the catch, or you're you're so cool, Alex. You gonna find somebody one day, and they just gonna love you and everything." And all I hear is, "Yeah, it ain't gonna be me." And that that that's what my DMs consist of: bitches supporting me and encouraging me to find somebody else and lead them. It's the crazy fuck how around. it's crazy how women are saying supporter shit while also curving you at the same time. Curving the fuck out of you, like, and you ain't even shot a shot. It's like it's like a. It's like a future curve, like, oh, don't worry, you're gonna find somebody, but don't shoot your shot later. I want this. Look, is what I'm I be looking to... at it like, did you just hype me up, bitch? Nah, fuck you. Yeah, that's that's just They so be like, crazy. know your worth, King. Just don't just don't come over here and try and catch up. But you ain't out. worthy over here. Like, yeah, nah. Like, I'm like, mother, mother. Uh-uh. No. Why not? That'd be great for a nigga's self-esteem. What? <laughs> On one end, if you told a nigga, like, if a nigga thinks he's unattractive and a girl be like, if a nigga thinks he's <laughs> unattractive and a girl be like, oh, you're not unattractive. There's people out there that find you attractive. I promise. You think a nigga give a fuck about what you just said? On the other end, if you be like, nigga, you ain't unattractive. Bring your sexy ass over here. I guarantee that makes his day a thousand times better than... Or somebody out there that find you cute, because that's initially what you basically what you said. You basically just gave me math. It's seven billion people in the world. Somebody go find you attractive, nigga. Of course, somebody finds some somebody else attractive. Mathematically speaking, if if a woman actually did that to a nigga, you probably got. Oh, I'm I'm just setting niggas up for failure because cricket goes. It's mo bait. Yeah, don't for do it. Souls. Don't do it. <laughs> but let's talk about like. Like, for me, when I be telling motherfuckers, like, yeah, I feel ugly and everything, and everybody disagrees with me, but then I follow up with, okay, well, I can't find nobody. Then I found a new follow-up. When I be like, yeah, I feel ugly. Did you want somebody in that group? Huh? Did you want somebody in that group to be like, yeah, come over? All right, point null and void, not this nigga on this side. Hmm? I said point null and void, not this nigga talking about how he find himself unattractive. I mean, I do, but I mean. We can move on. It's a nice Christmas tree. Fuck you. But anyway, so when I say that, I then follow it up because then you got to get to the heart of the issue. You got to get them. You got to get women to tell on themselves. So when I say that, 
they be like, nah, you you fine, da da da, all this other shit. I'd be like, oh, so my personality is bad. Thank you. And then they'd be like, nah, it's not even that. And I'd be like, oh, what is it? No, 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 no. I be minding my own business. No, and then motherfuckers. No, 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 no. Ooh. Attack. <laughs> you see, you see how they're trying to get, get me off, uh, off topic now? No. So what happened was I was minding my own business. A motherfucker came and disagreed with me. So I offered different alternatives that were possible. I'm trying to get the, what, what, what is it? I think what she's saying is you kind of can't be minding your business if you post it on social media. Because that's for everybody. Yeah, but I, I put it in a, again, as I said, I do it in my close friends, and it's a group of people who's, I know. How many people in your close friends want to fuck you? I don't know that number. You know it's more than one. Then it depends what day it is. So you know if you post something like that, nine out of ten, somebody's going to respond because. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, now you're making assumptions. Those are two different answers. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Not necessarily. Just because a woman that's in my close friends, or a man, who knows? We're not judging on this uh, podcast. What? I don't know if niggas want to fuck me or not. I don't know. So do they have a chance? No. Oh. But that's their business if they feel that way. But I wasn't going to just make it seem like, you know, it was only women. But Bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, yo, this nigga's wild. I was like, wow, that's true. You got it, brother? <laughs> We're progressive on this pod. We, we accept everybody and all their likes. Except if your like is cricket, then run. <laughs> In public. In public, I, you're, yeah. You're my friend. I have to be your wingman. I would never set you up for failure. But on the inside, I feel bad for what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are definitely the friend where I'm like, if I'm winging for you and I'm distracting like his sister or whatever, motherfucker, or even if it's a girl, whoever's trying to shoot at you, whoever I'm distracting, I'm feeling bad for the other person. Like, dang, it's just two people who not about to get what they want. Honestly, now that I think about it, I wouldn't... I would I would hate to wingman for Crick. Because you might wind up going home alone because of her. Not only would she chop it up with the nigga, she might take the bitch you talking to too. And now you now you at home alone and she having a movie. <laughs> that ends sadly, apparently. If you if you told me in the area all the women I liked were actually at Cricket House the whole time, I believe it. Fair, yeah, hundred percent. And crazy enough, Cricket ain't even gonna shoot her shot. Let me go do her little shot. siren and make them shoot their shot. Like it's it's so crazy. Like, it's... <laughs> What's your bat signal? A bottle of tequila? A hornitos? Cricket, Cricket just posted that on her on her, uh, on her story. It's about Hornitos. Everybody just start DMing because they know what time it but is. But does Cricket really need a bad signal? I mean, it's like, why would you want more traffic than what's already coming through that phone? You say it's LA over there? No. Yeah. Or Atlanta? Nigga, throw LA traffic in New York streets. Like, that's that's, that's what Cricket for. Like, <laughs> I mean, theoretically speaking. 
What if hell is cold? There's actually an argument that there's different levels. Of that shit don't matter. But, uh... Because if you fuck with cricket, you're going to go through all of them? Yeah, pretty much. It's, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> it's wintertime, so you're obviously going to get that first one. It's, it's cold outside. These text messages are not real. I'm going to keep saying that. They real, but it's not me. That's true. That's so true. I don't know why everybody gets so so horny for love in the wintertime. Like, Because it's cold. You don't want to be outside doing all types of shit. Yeah, that's you could be in your house by yourself. You don't need nobody to be there. People gotta learn how to be. People gotta learn how to be alone. That's the fuck wrong with a lot of motherfuckers. They can just be in relationships just to be in the motherfuckers, just doing shit. Don't even like each other. Some people would prefer the facade over the reality of being alone. It's terrible. Oh, I'm not saying I agree, but I understand the thought process. I don't even understand, bro. If I'm, but then again, I don't, I don't understand the thought process because I'm I'm able to be alone. I'm a, I'm a certain level of happy when I'm alone. Mm-hmm. So, but it, so if I'm if I spend time with somebody else and that happiness goes down, then I might as well be alone. Right. Oh, but some me? people, but some people, because they they get the one or two moments that are higher, they'll ignore. They take the they take the average instead of the 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 coasting at, at the top. They'll take the one or two great moments and then they just try and. Survive the wave and sea of all the bad bad times just to be able to get those one or two because they they think of it as if I'm alone all the time there is no there's no high it's a literal it's not a glass ceiling that bitch concrete you can't go through that shit that's how they feel nigga my happiness varies when I'm at home sometimes I'm really really fucking happy sometimes I'm just okay happy but if I if I wake up pissed and I'm I live alone, nigga. So if I wake up pissed, I say I wake up at seven o'clock. By nine thirty, for me personally, by nine thirty, more than likely, especially if I ain't got to be at work or nothing. By nine thirty, I'm I'm good. I'm back to I'm back to at least okay happy. I had to realize I wasn't really ready to like share my mornings with another person when I realized how loud of a person I am in the morning. Like if I lived alone. I would be blasting music, doors all open, knocking shit over. Like I'm, I'm even quiet now. Living with two other people, I'm pretty fucking loud in the morning, at six a.m. in the morning, playing music. Cause I gotta get playing music, um, adjusting to ra- reality by doing things, um, and then getting clean. And he's mean, he's talking about drugs. He's he's literally talking about drugs. It's- Allegedly. <laughs> and not he talk about hard drugs heavy bad drugs I'm on this one bad drugs I don't do cricket that's why you're alive we know you don't do cricket we, we're talking about <laughs> I quit <laughs> it comes full circle that nigga would've jumped down in that basement head first if he was dealing with shit <laughs> Seven days. <laughs> hey yo! <laughs> but yeah, I start my I start my morning, you know, just doing a bunch of shit to get me prepared to work and be there for eight hours. And I'm just a loud person. And if I've learned anything by talking to women, 
They hate when niggas is loud in the morning. Playing highlights. All the time. I, I will play first take and all them Steph Curry highlights all in the morning. I'm I'm I am loud. So I'm I'm not ready to be with nobody like that. But as soon as I leave this house and this day has been started on the back end of the day when it's like, all right, you know, things are finished when I leave work, you know, I prefer to have somebody. But uh it's not looking See, prefer too to good have somebody in need is like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm I'm okay right now. Motherfuckers, I rely okay. on a lot of motherfuckers. A lot of motherfuckers. Especially when we went to Central, I rely on a lot of motherfuckers. Since they turned 18, haven't had a a month where they haven't dealt with anybody. Like, it's, it's a continuous door of somebody. Always. So you don't really know how to... Even, even all them times where you ain't with somebody, with somebody, you still got... Somebody you're talking to, or some shit like that. So it's always a revolving door of people, even if they're not over you. You could. Oh, that's that's my problem. It just be a revolving door of the same people. It just never go anywhere. Yeah, it never I, get too serious where we cut each other off for bad like bad feelings or anything. But it never get too serious to either be happy either. Yeah, I'm so working I, on that though. I finally, uh, not finally. I had, I had a few times in like since I've been at Central and I, uh, where I had. Uh, at least a month where I just wasn't talking to nobody, like absolutely nobody. That's tough. It's not tough. It's actually pretty, pretty fucking easy. And that's probably for me because I was gonna say for me. I was like, yeah. You kind of get dependent upon shit like that if you don't do it, like, and then you realize you're dealing with certain shit because you are dependent upon communicating with people, communicating on a like on that level with people. So it's like. Don't get me wrong, we humans and we need we need human interaction. Yeah, that really be it for me because that's why it's a rotation because I will never let it get to a point where I'm embarrassing myself or blowing money or being disrespected. But I I, I won't let... There's some shit that needs to die. There's, there's some situations that need to move on and people that need to be let go. We, we got to let each other go. I'm, 20, 22. We coming up. That's that's gonna be my goal for me is to let all of these situations die and move forward into the future for new shit. See, for me, it's easier. It's easier to let a lot of like a lot of shit die now because like now that I got well, I always had a group of friend. I always had friends, so it's like all right. When it comes to being able to go hang out with niggas and shit like that, I got a group of friends I can do, and I also I got. A group of freemen, not a group of female friends. Actually, I'm like two, but I got. I also got female people I can talk to that is not on that level. It's not on a relationship level, sex level, or we trying to fuck or no, no any of that shit. That made shit a lot easier to let certain situations die. Because once I spent like a month and a half just not doing that, and I was like, damn, I don't want to go back to that. I don't want to go back to multiple different. Dead end situations. It's like it's basically like having fucking three, four dead end jobs that you just don't leave and they not beneficial to your life. Uh-huh. Not as easy to let the motherfuckers go. A lot easier. True that. That's true. Like if I go back to some of the situations me and you know know about, like I can tell you, a lot of these situations are dead in the water. Oh yeah, I we could we could both relate on that one. Yeah, like a lot of them. Like a lot of the situations I had where like people were just revolving, coming back around, 
Yeah, that's done. I'd, I'd say a lot of the ones I have currently, dead in, dead in the water. Yeah, but they, 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 like, when I say dead, I mean no no communication whatsoever. Oh, oh you talking yeah. about it's, oh, it's dead. It's dead. dead. That's, oh. And that's what makes it better because it's like there's no chance you come back around mm. because we don't talk at all. So now next time you do hit me up, it's a lot easier high and by. We're just not responding at all, depending on how I'm feeling. Especially because I ain't dealing with cricket. So, if you take anything from this episode, just don't deal with cricket. Yeah, Pursue happiness, peace, all that good shit. Like, <laughs> and I know it's some daredevil ass niggas out there. I know it is. Look, look. If you like, a, if you just thought to yourself and be like, "Yeah, but I like a challenge," shut up. Don't do it. I promise you. This ain't the challenge you're thinking of. You're thinking of adrenaline type shit like, oh, I want to go skydiving. Cricket is the same, but no parachute. And it's a guided missile coming at you. <laughs> then you're dropping into a lava. <laughs> Filled with alligators. At the bottom of a volcano. <laughs> On a mountain that's going to blow up. In the past. On a doomed planet. With Nazis. That's all I love, Craig. I swear we love you, dog. We'll beat niggas' asses for you, but... (laughs) You are not a good person. Voted for you. Where they at now? Mental asylums. <laughs> Mental asylums. <laughs> she got more criminals there than Batman. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> not doing well. <laughs> oh shit! I had a do not have an Android court. Yo, that's funny as fuck. I'm sorry. That shit's funny. In other funny news, um, the fuck happened to OSU? I mean, they run they run defense. That's pretty much it. They their defense hasn't been great all year. Their offense is just so fucking good. Those might be some of the best college receivers I've ever seen. Yeah, they have an NFL level college college receiving core. Like all three of them niggas could be first round picks, and fuck around and start within their first year, and do well. That. Co- that catch dude caught on that fucking, um, it was either third or fourth down mm-hmm. on that fucking curl back and behind the rece- behind the corner. That was crazy. I was like, yo. Bro, they literally got a nigga who, who's arguably the best route runner in college. A nigga who has not only the speed and the size, the athleticism to catch most 50-50 balls. And a nigga who's the perfect blend of both of those. Yeah, That's you have nasty. three niggas who are virtually unstoppable at the college. And level. a quarterback who's capable of getting it, getting the ball to them. All yeah, all I mean the biggest issue was our run defense is good. They're a running team, and the weather. 
Yeah, that weather was crazy. Those conditions are always going to – that's going to be in Michigan favor 10 times. Honestly, in that sa- if you play that same game 10 more times with those same conditions, I'm, Michigan would probably win nine of them. Because at the end of the day, if you cannot stop these niggas running the ball, at some point, they're going to stop your offense. But if you can't stop theirs, and they're not, they wasn't doing anything special. Nigga, they, they were, they were, uh, they were doing zone, they were doing zone runs the almost the entire game. Ball game, like it's <laughs> blouses. Yeah, is you can you can only do so much. And then. To make matters worse, <laughs> literally, literally in the group chat as Thomas fucking posted the picture of the score, I text niggas is like, Auburn choking? Auburn literally choked that game away. Auburn had two different possessions in the fourth quarter where they were about five to ten yards away from field goal range. And all they needed was one field goal to seal that game. Because they were up ten to three, with like five minutes left, and all you and, you hit I, and field. I want you to know that's a lot of time. But Bama couldn't move the ball all At fucking all, game. All game they couldn't move the ball. So all you needed was one field goal and two different possessions. Because they they have they got one they got one interception and then they had a turnover on downs. All you needed to do was move the ball twenty yards, and you seal that game twenty fucking yards. At that point, I had knew, yeah, this is a wrap. This is over with. Bro, when dude didn't go out of bounds. <laughs> Fucking idiot. And I can't Bama, say he an idiot. When Bama, when Bama threw that fly route, <laughs> literally, as I seen down on the bottom of the screen, I seen dude got beat in single coverage. I was like, well. <laughs> they threw it three times. You remember one time that uh, the receiver wasn't on the same page, and he just threw that bitch into the end zone. Mm-hmm. They threw it another time on that uh on the penalty because it was uh it was that was the that was all it was offsides. Yeah, it was neutral. Yeah, fashion. they just threw it and it was a little bit too far. Yeah, dude should have had it. That was in his hand. Yeah, and it was just a tiny bit. You knew they were doing that shit again. They literally had do it in one quarter. They had done it two times already. Niggas do not do shit like that if, unless they think your corners are sweet. And then and then to make matters worse. After you was in a, you just stopped them when you had a two safety drop back. Why would you switch to having one safety back? So now the corner gets beaten. He and the safety is going to be late because he has to cover the whole middle of the middle back of the field. Bro, they they were playing that shit like that's they like wanted Bama that the entire had a, time. A, a, a fucking four, a minute forty left, and they were playing the unders. No, Bama only had twenty eight seconds. And they needed a t- touchdown. First of Why all, the fuck are you playing the short? First of all, if you're going to, if you're, go- they had a minute when they got the ball back. It was like a minute four. Yes, shit like that. They had zero timeouts. None. Not one. Bro, you moved bring all everybody the way back. Fuck you, bro. Moved you bring all the everybody way back. I know people hate playing prevent defense, but you play prevent, because it prevents you from winning. You play prevent and you protect the fucking sides because that is where they going because they ain't got no timeouts. I'm and still you, not going to agree with you because I never advocate for playing the prevent defense. It just prevents wins. And I feel you. Them niggas were throwing 15-yard passes towards the sideline three straight times, and you gave, they, they got completions. 
so you can move 40 to 50 yards. Are you saying move their completions at least in, in the field and they got to yes, be in a hurry? move them offense. inside. Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> but I want you to know, I feel in you, my bro. soul, I'm still saying the prevent defense prevents you from winning bro, and not the nigga, niggas if, who got the ball. you let a nigga wide open in the middle of the field, that's cool. You come in and you get them. Bro, you cannot let these niggas catch sideline sideline passes the entire Bro, they don't even they don't even need no timeouts, bro. They scored and they still had like 40 seconds left. No, it was less than that. It was less cuz that that la- that touchdown came with 28 seconds. Fine. That's, it, it, was, it was in that third No, it didn't take them no time at all to get down the field. And that's that's what I'm saying, bro. Like that you, shit was You hilarious. gave that shit away. Pretty much hilarious, cause we are sitting here on Twitter like Bama already lost and everything. We t- Bama choked and what? Auburn about to choke it. Then it goes to OT and you just watching. You just like Auburn about to. It's just a matter of when. When the OT, I was like, yeah, they, this game's lost. They are not going to be able. They're not going to be able to outplay these niggas again. Nope. nope. Because they didn't really outplay them. Uh, Bama was blowing that game. You see why Auburn was six and five. Yes. First of all, in the fourth quarter, I looked and it was like, yeah, Bama got three points. They got close to three hundred yards uh, offense. These niggas have Auburn has ten points and they got like a hundred and thirty. That's crazy. One hundred and forty or some shit like that. So that just means Bama's making mistakes. They're not, Auburn didn't come in this motherfucker and dominate. Bama's just being some idiots. And seeing that, seeing uh, seeing that nigga, uh, what's the name on the sideline was uh, so fucking funny. Oh, uh, uh, Saban, bruh. When they that last turnover in the fourth quarter, bruh, you was just sitting there like, bro, you can tell he's cussing these niggas out, but he's been doing it so long that he's not letting the fucking camera see it. But you can tell somebody's getting chewed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because that nigga, that nigga was mad as fuck. And like the the old state Michigan game, bro, I knew I knew they were gonna come out with everything they got because that nigga's job was on the line. Harbaugh, that I nigga. don't think so. I do. He has I, success. Okay, let me put it like this: I don't think he was getting fired after the season, but I think if he had lost this game, you'd immediately been on like a season and a half watch where like. Okay, now they're really on hot seat where it's really like go time. But only, I don't think he would have been fired after the only this reason season. I feel like his job is on the line is because when you have a program like Michigan that is Michigan going to make money regardless because they got they prestige. Did, that, they got that Jordan uh, sponsorship. Yeah. That logo look crispy and amazing blue. I ain't gonna cap. Yeah, they, they got prestige. People are always like their fan base is so crazy. You're, they're gonna make their money from that shit. It's about the boosters. They got some of the richest boosters ever. And if them boosters don't want that nigga there, because they feel like, because them boosters, the main thing they want, they want championships, and they want you to beat Ohio State. He ain't did shit. And if you ain't he do, just, he just beat Ohio State. He could barely beat if uh, them Michigan niggas, State. If them <laughs> niggas don't didn't win a championship for ten straight years, but this nigga beat Ohio State every year, they would not care. They wouldn't give a shit. They wouldn't give a shit. He'd be one of the greatest Michigan coaches ever. Yes, and they, they, they be like, yeah, we, we, we want him to win a championship. But in their head, they be like, I mean, if he don't, as long as we keep whooping O State, we good here. Yeah, we straight. 
That's how much that shit mean. Well, in other sports, um, the Warriors played the Clippers today. And it was a very bricky game. Until about back in the third quarter, Jordan Poole got yelled at by a white boy on a on a block. Then he hit four straight threes. Damn. And even then, it was only an eight-point game in the fourth quarter. And then Steph got a tech after they did the call a foul. And then he hit three straight threes. <laughs> and then a minute and a half later, <laughs> the Warriors went from being up eight to up 20. And that game was over. And, and I know what you're thinking. Paul George had a really good game. Like, he was hitting impossible shots, cooking niggas, really. I'm looking at that. I'm going to look at stats right now. Trust me when I tell you. Oh, yeah, that nigga ain't had no help. No, none at all. None at all. Oh, Reggie Jackson shit the bed. Man, we, we were happy for Reggie for all the five minutes. No, I, I thought Luke Kennard was going to be a solid player. Not say he's not a solid player, but I thought he was going to be like, I never understood the hype. He got the type of shots he can hit and has hit when I, I watched I watched him play a few times. I was like, you know, I feel like this is going to this is going to transition into but he got he got one part of his game, the nigga just never developed. He does not know how to move without the ball well. He'll know how to move without the ball. He does have the athleticism to break. Anybody down? And that's he's fine. Lefty, he's lefty dominant, and that's fine. Is if you are a shooter and you can move without the ball and play serviceable defense, you can make ninety mil in the league. Yeah, he just he plays uninspired basketball. Yeah, it's like, bro, I get it. You, but just like sitting in the corner, and I, and that might have something to do with the offenses you are in too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's still a Clippers team without a real point guard, so yeah, so it makes sense. But this is it, like you know the Clippers, uh, and I I can't fault them for being on the Pistons because you know it's the Pistons. But like, you know, you you got to show that shit. Like, all right, come get this motherfucker, pull it. Like, I remember when uh when Kyle Corver was on Atlanta, they did not run a killer lot of, Kyle Corver. They did not run a lot of sets for that nigga. No, he just kept moving. He moved without that, without the ball on his own. And that nigga catching shoots from awkward ass positions. Like that, the shit they teach you when it comes to catching shoots was not shit he was doing. No. They teach you now, but not back in the day. Yeah, it, it was not shit that he was doing. Like it, the the face up, get your feet together, all that shit. He was not doing that shit. No. Like he was catching the ball, his body was turned feet this way. Still pulling and hitting, and you just like, oh. He would just catch his balance midair, fire that bitch, and land. Now, you can tell it, it was all upper body form. That shit, these, this is, uh, this is, I mean, I've shot Strong shot ass legs. You gotta have strong mm-hmm. ass legs to. Yeah, like, shoot I've like shot that shot a million times. I know what I'm doing. Like, it's, yeah. it's, bro. But yeah, I'm like, I'm looking at these stats right now. Ooh, but, it set, but it sets it up. We get Warriors in Phoenix on Tuesday, Warriors. At home against Phoenix on Friday. Oh, wow. Otto Porter was the... Otto he, Porter. He was the player of the game. Not the player of the game, but... The role player of the game. Yeah. Otto Nigga. Porter, he, he's been playing well. Yeah, Shocker. Yeah, 18 and 10. That's, that's fucking tough. He was out there. 
They, but I, they got a squad, bro. So here's the thing. I'm not even gonna say they got a squad because a lot of them niggas are. Yeah, they have Steph Curry that makes them a squad. Because really, like in the few games I've watched this year, I think I probably watched them play like six or seven times, which is actually it's actually a nice amount of times mm-hmm. considering how many times they play. Bro, a lot of these games is Steph Curry literally just let these niggas run and do what they do. And when all hell breaks loose, it's like, okay, no, nah, give me that bitch. I got this. And it's like, you got a, you have a team full of young, hungry niggas that are just fast, athletic, fast, athletic. And can and, shoot. And they're trying, they're trying to prove themselves. But they're, but they're not trying to prove themselves as in, oh, I'm going to be an ISO scorer. They're not like, like summer league trying to prove. No. No. They're, they're out here like, nah, I can. They, they're playing basketball. They're, they're trying to prove they can be an asset to the team. Not not summer league prove yo. So summer league is, I'm trying to prove that I'm, I'm fin- I'm finna put up these shots. I want y'all to know that. Like it's, yeah. that's that's all you need to know. <laughs> Community college uh basketball tryouts. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's that's where we at with this. Yeah, but like that, and that bro, I told niggas. I think I told you before. I told my brother, and I was like, that's a lot of the problems with Brian getting older is that he doesn't allow. Not even that he doesn't allow because that whole LeBron GM thing is overblown, but. Y'all do not put y'all do not put this nigga around young, hungry motherfuckers. Y'all put him around old niggas. And I know the Lakers is an extreme right now, but even in Miami, when he came back to Cleveland, y'all y'all look y'all look for veteran leadership so bad that you do not put this nigga around young people. You do not put this nigga around. Young That's town. tough though because because on the flip side of that. Nobody's really rushing to give you your young play, give you their young players. No, no. When LeBron comes, they get rid of their young players. Okay, but who outside of Andrew Wiggins? Which even then, I don't know if Brian could have saved, saved that. I think that was gonna take whatever whatever time it's taken. I think it was still gonna take that time. Sometimes some you there's no external factors like it's it's all internal. Right. But like, who really did they give away that was really like? Good. Okay, so it's not it's not a hundred percent about who you always give away. Cause like I, I will always stand on if Deion Waiters was drafted by a different team, he probably would have had a better career. And the only uh, reason only reason for that being is I, I agree with Draymond Green a hundred percent when he said so eventually y'all are gonna have to stop blaming these players for being bust and start blaming these organizations. For not knowing how to develop talent, because you have the Kings, bro. You have the Sacramento fucking Kings. You just be like, oh, it's crazy how they always just choose the right pick. That's not the case. They they choose people they feel like they can develop, and they actually develop them. Yes, the Spurs might not have no stars, but you're in San Antonio, so it's not too many outside distractions. They're actually teaching you basketball, bro. so you're doing that. If you look at and that team, probably, they're probably getting you financial advisors, all types of stuff to actually help you transition into being an adult. That, that'd be the other thing. People be thinking like it's all about developing as a, a basketball player. And you got to remember, these are people 18, 19 years old. Whatever background you're coming from, you're getting a whole bunch of stuff that you have no idea how to deal with. Paying the agent, paying your lawyer, paying your chef, paying your trainer, paying your rent, all this stuff you got to learn on the fly. Facts. And 
and learn how to be a professional basketball player. Like, a lot of that stuff is crazy. And that's just what I can look on the outside looking in just thinking, like, okay, what would I need to know? Like, you don't have no idea the shit you got to deal with. So it's like, you got to be in a good situation. And these people thinking you're going to be the hero of fucking Sacramento or New Orleans, like, no. Hey, bro. You don't have the support and none of that. So, yeah, I can, I can see where your point is with that one. When you look at the Spurs team, a lot, a lot of the players they drafted, are they stars? No. They haven't drafted high enough to actually go for a star. Mm-hmm. But if you look at damn near everybody they've drafted, there are solid role players in the league. Yep. They're all they're all solid. Or you can go down a list of players they drafted in the past few years, and almost all of them you won on the championship team. They even on a contender, and you know what? And they're gonna have like what 10, 11 NBA uh, careers. Mm-hmm. And that's a win. Honestly, you, you can make mil- if you can at least make a million dollars in a year for 10, 11 years. You throw, you're good. You throw a star on a team right now. They're one of the best teams in the West, personally. Who? The Spurs. Yeah. I believe it 100. Yeah. You, not not this not, one. Not, they're this not better one. than the Warriors. No. Uh, let's go ahead and throw the Lakers out with what they're doing right now. They're, we'll get to they're them trash. Later. Yeah. They're we'll garbage. Get to them later. They suck. The Jazz are the Jazz. The jazz. So they suck until the Denver is second round hits. Denver and they're not playing. They're great hurt like right they're now. hurt like fuck. Yeah. Not playing great right now. The Suns are balling. Oh my god. Yeah. So take if you look at the Suns and the Warriors and you go under that, you throw a star on the Spurs. I personally 100% believe they'd be top 5 in the East right now. Right now, they'd be top 5. Top 5 in the West? No, I don't think the West. West. Yeah, I don't think the West is that good though. Yeah, that, that but that's what I'm I think saying. this is finally they'd one of the first of, years of the West. They'd be one of the top teams in the West. Okay. All right, for sure. Like Keldon Johnson, nice. It wouldn't be AD though cuz they no, still fuck suck. No. Uh, like if they still had Kawhi, I think it'd be debatable. Kawhi, Kelvin Johnson, nice. Uh, Murray, nice. He's yeah. not. He's not the nigga that's gonna go get you twenty and ten. Like he's never gonna be that person. Dejounte Murray needs to be a guard on a championship team, grabbing you sixteen and eight and, yeah, and he'll do five it. rebounds. And I promise you, your team is gonna be nasty. Great, bro. Like you. <laughs> Uh, what's the what's the one nigga name? White. Oh, Derek White. Derek White. Good. Nice. Another one. Nice, bro. We'll get back to you. <laughs> like, bro, they they have solid they have solid players because they develop them. Like, motherfuckers be like, damn, why the Warriors always get always stacked? They have good management. Yeah, because they, they develop their players. I'll say they bring in more good players than they develop. They they haven't developed too many. They got way more busts than develops. In the past few years, who, who would you consider a like uh, Jordan Bell would be, I, I guess you consider a bust, but it was the thirtieth. He was like a yeah, no, nah, it wasn't. Thing. You got what you got out of that. Yeah, James Wiseman yet to be seen. Mm-hmm. Jordan Poole was developed. That's a that's a hit. Jordan, Jordan Poole um, was but developed. the um, what's dude? He caught the, um, he caught a title with the Warriors two years, and then he caught one with Toronto the year after. Uh, Patrick McCaw. Patrick McCaw. Bus. They didn't develop him. I'd say he was he was in this league longer than he should have been. Yeah, sure, because he got to sit on the bench and nobody got to notice that he wasn't good. Can't even you can't even say because when bro when he played in the finals the nigga. 
he changed one game. Like he literally changed. Yeah, no, he plays he's he's athletic, he can play defense and he can hit sometimes, but he's got a slow wind up shot and he has no off the dribble. He's got no oh, no, 100% not. no no bag, no burst, no bounce, just nothing. Yeah, but with that you can he learned you can say he learned how to play. That's why he's he was in the league as long as he was. Yes. He, he learned how to play within a team. Le- look, learning how to be a eleventh, twelfth man can get you paid. Yeah, well, there's you teams don't got to be the star. There's teams that develop players well, and there's mm-hmm. teams that, like you said, the fucking Kings is a mixture of bad picks and horrible. Fuck the Kings, bro. Think about think about for for example, people used to say you go. Th- the Suns had a terrible organization. With, <laughs> they still with their, tra- with their trainers and everything. They had terrible organization. They picked terrible, and they had bust. They were they were drafting bust after bust. That, that's what people said. Mm-hmm. Change that, that shit up, and now people are talking about they got they got one of the best organizations in the league because of how they pick outside, talent and stuff. Outside their owner, who yeah, probably a racist. Let's, come on, how many of them really are racist? Let's be real. Uh, no, no, he's under investigation right now. I'm saying, like, how many other people in the league, how many owners in the league probably are actually racist? Let's you can take the probably out of that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so you're like, you can take it. It is what it is. Whatever. Uh-huh. Like, bro, like, fuck it. Let's go with the Cavs. You know, that's my motherfucking team. They suck as an organization. God awful. If you think about the Warriors, the Warriors were able to stay relevant and prepare for the future. Cavs can't do neither. You want to know something really bad? The Cavs owners suck. And they really, 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 really want him to buy the Lions if the Ford family ever sells. That tells you how bad the Ford family is. Can't argue with that. I can't argue with that at all. But, like, bro, think about the, think about the Kyrie, the whole Kyrie uh, fiasco. People blame Kyrie for being because of like where he's at right now. Niggas go back like, yeah, remember what he did in Cleveland? That wasn't Kyrie. Them niggas tried to trade him for Paul George. Didn't get it. And then Kyrie was upset about it and everybody was like, well, that's just business. You need to accept it. And now that nigga asking for a trade and everybody looking stupid because they're like, oh, well, Kyrie said he wanted to be here forever. Well, yeah, y'all just tried to trade the nigga. So I look back on that now and I'm thinking like, okay, was that, I mean, that was kind of a wash. Like, Trade Kyrie for Paul George, I guess. What did you really change? Uh, I mean, you got somebody who's a better defender, but you also kind of lose. Who's that a worse score. scorer? Yeah, who's a worse scorer? You lose that scoring punch. And bro. it's not like worse, like oh my god, he's worse. It's just like that's why I said it's kind of like eh. No, nah, eh. it is. Oh my god, he worse because if you re- if you plug Paul George in next to LeBron, those times LeBron going for forty. I don't see Paul George doing it as well. Like, Mm-mm. especially in the playoffs, you got Kyrie in the finals that dropped forty twice, like in the, in back to back games to get that to get that whole series back in order. Like, yeah, LeBron did a lot, but uh, LeBron was doing it the way he always do it: shots in the paint, getting everybody involved. But if you go back and look at those games, Kyrie was the one. You was just like, this nigga's fucking unstoppable. There's nothing you can do about this. Yeah. Yeah. Like you LeBron didn't dominate those games like people act like he did. Kyrie really dominated those shits. Kyrie was cha- he he was the one that made niggas be like what the fuck. 
Yeah. Yeah, Paul George has rarely had games where I'm just sitting here like, what the fuck, man? Like, Kyrie. Speaking of, speaking of somebody, told, somebody uh, I saw this shit on TikTok. Somebody said that Steph Curry right now is more dominant than Sha- Shaq ever was. No. To be the, and this devil's advocate, and this is wild, me being the one. I get where he was coming from with it. Because, and I obviously it's recency biased, 100%, obvious. Mm-hmm. But just like offensively alone, seeing how this nigga can dominate the entire court, even without the ball. Yeah, his, I will say his advantage is the one thing about Shaq was Shaq's problems while they were there the entire time he's on the court you had the caveat of you gotta get the ball to him first Steph you don't have that problem he got the ball coming up the court so he's a problem the immediate second he crosses half court bro, that's the, I wa- I've watched enough Warriors games this year where bro Steph don't bring that ball up a lot No, he don't honestly this nigga's just running down the court and letting the gravity come. Them yeah, but in the, in the trying to, if you're trying to deny him the ball, that plays into their hands because then they're going to use him as a screener. Yeah. And then that just unlocks all the chaos on the court because if you use Steph as a screener, you, you, you're trying to deny him the ball, which means that the person that, who's denying the passer is also going to be denying him the ball. He can hit somebody else on the backcourt. Or if he has still a live dribble, dribble which happens with Draymond and uh, JTA a lot, they're slipping they're slip to the basket. That is an uncontested layup or dunk, or it's a fucking four-on-three, and good luck. Bro, because now you've got Wiggins, Poole, Otto Porter, and Balenci—oh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Balenciaga, because I'm going to mess up his fucking name <laughs> and everything. But just a bunch of people who have shown the capability so far this season, they knocking down their shots. I'm not going to say they shooters, but they knocking down their shots. So. Fuck knocking down the shots. If you think about Poole— and Wiggins right there alone. Honestly, one-on-one, there is not a lot of people that can stop Andrew Wiggins one-on-one, except for himself. Yeah, and they simplified his game, so he's not even stopping himself They did the same thing. They did the same thing with Wiggins that the Cavs did with Kyrie. LeBron would be on the other side of that court making team ball a thing, and then I... Then you will see if that's not the case, it's a one on one over here with Kyrie, and he's going to win that matchup majority of Kyrie. I watched, bro, I watched at least three games where, and you know, you know how niggas think about Wiggins. I'm sitting here like, why the fuck do they keep going to this one on one on Andrew Wiggins? Because you can put money on Andrew Wiggins being able to score on most people. One on one with pop, with. Everybody especially overthinking. If no, especially if there's no help on the back line because you got all the action on the weak side. Exactly. With everybody overthinking with what's going on over here, mm-hmm. Steph don't even have to move for, for you to overthink. But with this nigga trying to always relocate, you're always, you are, nigga, even if you're not the one checking him, you kind of thinking like, okay, I got to help this nigga because this nigga's not going to be able to check him without the ball. He can't check him with the ball. Sign of the shit Steph did to his brother was just rude. You crossed the nigga without I the ball. I can't think what he did to the ref today was rude. Fuck that. You crossed the nigga without the ball the day before. He gave game. a te- he gave a ref a tech. You crossed your brother without <laughs> the ball, then hit a three in his face, knowing you gotta go to have Thanksgiving dinner with that nigga the next day. Yeah. 
But I've been saying this all season. He's a sicko. Yeah, bro. It's, the shit, the shit's wild. And it's like, bro, once again, Jordan Poole is another one. Jordan Poole, ISO wise, it's not a lot of guards that's gonna stop that. He might be the most dangerous. If he tightens up his handle some, he'll be the most dangerous ISO player on that Warriors team. Because he's got size closer to Clay, but he's got handle closer to Steph. Yeah. He's like he he just need consistency. He he, he's just a, he's just a he's just a young good guard. Yeah, he just need I don't want to compare him to them, them, but it's like he's like a he's got a little bit of each of their skills. So they they use him in sets. Like right now, they use him in a lot of offsets that they're gonna use for Clay mm-hmm. and everything. And then the good part about it is when Clay comes back and pulls shifts to the bench, they're just gonna instead of all those lineups where you had only Clay and Draymond out there, you can but you didn't really have no point guard. You can just throw Poole out there, and Poole can op- function as Steph on the dribble drive and the three and the threes because he can hit the uh he hit three threes today that were all off the dribble just like Steph, Th- off the pick and roll. So he can function in those and Clay like it keeps they have some similar overlaps in skills where you can do like a facsimile of that and everything where you can run the same sets. Yeah, bro. And that keeps the offense going, and everybody's still moving. I, bro, I they keep dropping news when I'm talking about. Just today, it's like before the game, it was like, yeah, Steph and I mean not Steph, Clay and uh, Wiseman are going down to the G League to get more reps. And I'm like, they keep dropping information about them coming back, like it's the fucking Darth Vader pulling up on the Imperial March. These niggas are coming. Well, that's because, bro, Clay can. People talking about oh, Clay ain't played games in two years. One. Shooting just don't leave like that. Athleticism, sure. He, would he not be the same defender? It's possible. Yeah. That don't fucking matter. Honestly, he can come back and miss his first fucking 100 shots. Guess what? Clay's still on the fucking court. It's going to impact it. You're not about to sit here and think, oh, he's not going to hit it. All yeah. Right, yeah. All right, bitch. <laughs> Give him a wide open one. If, See what happened. I guarantee you, he could have missed his last 100 shots. If they set a play for him, I, I bet you, you overreact to it. Because you don't want to be the guy that gets Clay going. I bet you you overreact to it. So, like, bro, motherfuckers, like, and it's not that y'all don't understand basketball. Y'all overthinking it. Yeah, he might not come back and be the same player. It doesn't fucking matter. He don't need to be the same player. <laughs> he better not be close. Yeah. He bet not be close. It, it does. Like, bro, think about it. Think about it. He's 60% of the player he was. But James Wiseman comes back and he's actually has some type of basketball IQ. Some type. Sometimes that nigga dumb. What cricket do now? Nothing. <laughs> I don't believe you. She just uh, sent me some about some midget strippers. It's cool. But um, God damn, this group got jumping now. Oh man, yeah, that's we kinda, we that's kinda, a cricket in the now. That's that's all that is. Oh. <laughs> that's a cricket. As soon as you see a cricket name, everybody starts talking. Oh yeah, yeah, it's time to go. All right, well, this has been a good one. This has been. Another great episode, kicking it with my friends. Um, hopefully, we'll have more guests next week. Um, we're kind of manning the ship as we can. But I promise you, your favorite people will come back, for the most part. And then we'll get new favorite people, new guests. Um, there are people that need to be on, that I told you they were going to be on. Hit me up. Please remind me. We got to get those together. Um, those last couple, y'all know who y'all are. Um, but we gonna get the new stuff. And we got so. we got a lot of people recovering from uh, COVID and cricket. Uh, it's a pandemic out here. You don't. Catch <laughs> you said people can recover from cricket. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
It's a pandemic out here. You don't want to catch cricket. Ain't no, ain't no vaccine. Nah. Uh, you're ain't done no, for. Ain't no booster. You're pretty much done for. Uh, hey, cricket. Do you know, know some boosters? Like you know, with the tech tech fleece and all that other stuff. <laughs> I ain't steal it. I just want to know where. To, shoot. Just nod your head if you know. That's why, like. Oh, okay. All right. I miss the old days when bitches be stealing shit. Like, it's, but it ain't a lot of shit. What? What? what I, I miss when the old days, like, you know, go steal that shit, you know, get half off, man. Shit was great. Yeah. Missed them days. All right. Well, this has been episode 38 of huh. the Back Porch Pot. What? I'm fuck with you. <laughs> Episode 38 of the Back Porch Podcast Again, we got the toy drive going Still till December 14th Hit up anybody on the pie Hit up Cricket We got uh Oh, y'all not invited to that I'm not shouting that out But People in the group chat Y'all know who y'all are The countdown is on um, Mello What's happening? You have a good week, sir See murder you have a good week. Yeah, I'm not checking that charger score either. All the people, all our fans, y'all have a good week. I love all of y'all. Y'all be cool. Y'all be safe. This has been the Back Porch Podcast. We out. None of y'all.